Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The NFL offseason finally started to pick up after like three weeks of just running on fumes. Uh, Post-combine, we've got Derek Carr signing in New Orleans. And obviously, the last couple days, Aaron Rodgers uh, potentially. I don't want to say potentially. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are talking. I don't even know what that means. I think it would be pretty hilarious, though. I think it was Ross Tucker said this. I think it would be pretty funny if Aaron Rodgers spent two days, three days, four days talking with the Jets and then just decided to retire. That would be funny. I, I can't see that happening, though. It would Well, but he's... Any other quarterback, I, I could... It, like, if you talk to him, I'm expecting that you're going to go to that team. And it does seem like the options are the Jets or retirement. Green Bay doesn't There's seem no, to be an option. I mean, is, he, is he really going to go to Vegas? I, I doubt that. I doubt Ron Rivera would put up with Aaron Rodgers just knowing Ron Rivera the little bit that I that I I know from covering him but like yeah I it feels like it's the Jets of retirement but it would be if any quarterback in the history of time were going to do this as a troll it is Aaron Rodgers I I could see it like Derek Carr is not going to do this no right he was very respectful about um, about entertaining the idea from the Jets, but the reports were he always wanted to be in New Orleans Saints. Aaron Rodgers is the guy. And not only would he troll the Jets in this, he would then troll the Jets and then go on Pat McAfee's show and talk about it for like an hour. And we would watch it's every kind second. It's funny of it. the fact that this guy, or excuse me, the Packers have to basically go through Pat McAfee to even get any sort of communication with him. So that actually is where I think the Packers have a fair grievance. And again, this is like... That he doesn't return their phone calls or texts? Yeah. kind of like you. Well, well, no, I return it eventually when I'm ready. That's the difference. Aaron Rodgers just won't return a text or a call. I will return it when I'm damn good and ready to begin the conversation. Totally different. Okay. Yeah. And those differences would be? Well, I at least return your call. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And don't we you, we can't split apart as a show before we then engage in some sort of pseudo war with the morning show. We can't do it. Well, we uh we would like to. I mean they're they're taking pot shots at, at us and I mean they took more, a pot shot more, at me. more shots yeah. at you in your childish yeah. language, but because I mean, because basically you're part of the cabal, so they wouldn't yeah, turn on but you. I, but listen, I'm your teammate here. I'm your uh, your partner. Oh, you'd turn on me in a second for that. Of course. Yeah, that's not even. Yeah, my loyal. As a matter of fact, I'm not. I, even, I'm not a loyal person. Yeah, well, especially to me. Like I think you know oh, you and new. you and I have only worked together for six seven months, and I'm not part of the cool kids club. Yeah, and, and don't. Re- yeah. Oh, I know. I don't know I don't that know I need that to you want to be there. Yeah, I, I know, and I don't mean it like a, a please take. Uh, this part I do mean. Like, I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. Okay. I just, now go ahead and disrespect me. No, <laughs> I just think it takes a lot of work. And I'm not interested in the work it takes to be in the cool kids. F club. around, find out. 
I think we're ne- that's a different thing. It's a different thing. It's just a, that's just a video series that is awesome on social media. We're efforting to get Albert Breer here. Yeah, I was wondering what's going on with Albert. All right, who is, is Keith, uh, talking Michigan football with him? I think that's what it is. He's hosting a show. No, he actually texted me. He needs a couple minutes here. So that's fine. Right. No worries. We'll allow that. Uh, so the Aaron Rodgers thing, obviously going down. The Lamar Jackson stuff is interesting as well. Um, I thought it was interesting. Tyler Dunn, when we talked to him earlier today of GoLongTD.com, finally got the the name of his website right, um, mentioned Washington as a suitor for Lamar Jackson. And there's there's a few reasons why I like this. One, Ron Rivera damn near won a Super Bowl with Cam Newton, the guy who I think as of right now is the greatest running, you know, dual threat quarterback in the history of the NFL. So that's one. Two, it's the kind of move Washington needs to make. Ron is going into year four. He needs a franchise quarterback now, and if he doesn't have it, Ron will be looking for – Ron will be walking off into the sunset next year. Yeah. He's not getting to year five, especially with the new owner. Three, this is maybe the best part. There's a huge rivalry between the city of Baltimore and Washington, D.C., specifically – What, 45 minutes away? And there's – the biggest, it, it's actually not between fans of those places. It's between the money in both places because there's a huge tug of war for TV rights. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons why the Washington Nationals, why, why baseball stayed out of Washington for 40 years is that Peter Angelos just completely bird dogged and just bogarted the DC TV rights. And it took like Major League Baseball being like, okay, it's the sixth biggest market in America. We need a team there. Get the hell out. So I the the idea of Lamar going from Baltimore to Washington, it actually works for me. And I think in the end, if you're Lamar, I think it's the best. It, it's actually probably the best bleep you move other than signing in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, or Cincinnati. If I'm Lamar and you already have the tr- the, the history mm-hmm. with Washington and what happened with McNabb going there and it didn't really turn out that well, do you want to put that pressure on yourself? Yeah, I don't I don't think you care about the pressure. Right? Well, you want to win also. I mean, you got Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Well, you got McLaurin. You got Antonio Gibson, who's good. Um, Curtis Samuel and him would be fun in the same backfield. Um and I think I think if you're Lamar, I think I hmm. I'm trying to think of whether I want to say this or not. Uh, no, I think I do. Say it. I think I know it. I think if you're Lamar, you realize any of the teams that are going to go after you probably already have the requisite talent to win. Like it's probably a blessing in disguise, Atlanta, who really has a flawed roster and they need a couple more years. It's probably if they don't want Lamar, if that's real, it's probably a good thing for Lamar. I actually think Carolina is stupid for not trying to trade the ninth Super pick. Super stupid. I mean, that team, they've got tons of assets. They can build around Lamar Jackson. Well, and they have everything you need. They've got uh, DJ Moore. They've got Well, they don't have a running back anymore because Deontay Foreman's going to be. But they've got a great offensive line. They've got a potentially great defense. Like that defense really played well. As a matter of fact, you put Lamar even for what was it, thirteen games last year, 
You put Lamar on that team last year, the Panthers not just make the playoffs, they win the division and might actually go above 500. The only team in the division to do so. Uh, we are efforting to get Albert Breer. Are we going to move Albert maybe to the to the next segment, you think? Yeah, I'll probably try to move that. All right. So so I wanted to – I asked that because I wanted to get into – I thought Lima – this is before we get into the, the feud. I thought Lima did a great job this morning of trying to combat the idea that Lamar doesn't have suitors right now. That – what was it? Eight teams made a statement or were reported to have said we're not interested in Lamar? Yeah, I mean, part, is part of that, though, the teams just don't want to be accused of tampering? No, I, I don't think that. I don't think teams care about that. Yeah. I think now that Lamar's been hit with a non-exclusive franchise tag, I, I think, because I, you just don't say anything, right? You don't find some way to say I'm not interested in him. So my point is and not. To me, what's crazy, Nick, is the idea that this guy, who can turn a franchise around, who is a former MVP, who still has immense talent. It's not like not like he's Cam Newton, where Cam you know, Cam was his shoulder or, or um, was it shoulder or elbow? It was his shoulder. Fell okay, his off shoulder fell much. off off his body. Okay, and he couldn't throw the football anymore. So his game was limited to to basically one dimension. Well, Lamar Jackson can do it all. Mm-hmm. He's coming off a knee injury, right, or a lower leg injury from last year. But it's not its not going to keep him off the field. Like, he's going to come back and be just fine. Yeah, it's – so I guess my thing is, I think Lamar is just about everything you're looking for in a quarterback other than he's not just a straight-up drop-back passer. And it's weird to me how selective NFL teams are <clears> – <throat> about people who are perceived to be a run-first quarterback. Mm -hmm. I don't know definitively that that Baltimore has held Lamar back, but I think think if Baltimore has held him back and he has the stats that he has, Mm -hmm. if all he does is what he did in Baltimore, uh, yeah, he's still worth the $200 million guaranteed and the two first-round picks you're going to give up for him. And so... It's not that I think there's clear and definitive collusion, but like Lima this morning went hard at the idea of collusion and said that he just doesn't think it's possible. I think it's more about Lamar and the injuries, which, by the way, might actually be true. I just don't know how we can close the door on collusion for a league that spent at least the first two or three years of the exodus of Colin Kaepernick colluding to keep him out of the NFL. Different reasons, but both were causes. The cause for Lamar Jackson is we don't want to start normalizing 100% guaranteed contracts. The cause for Colin was obviously the political movement that he stood for. So I, d- I just don't think you can close the door in collusion for a league that is very recently here done that to a starting NFL quarterback. He is our favorite guest. He is a great guy. And you know him from MMQB, fresh off the combine. Hopefully he's good and rested. The great Albert Breer joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Albert, welcome to the show, buddy. That's some introduction. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, it's good to have you, buddy. Are you officially recovered from the combine? We, we just care about you. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm you, feeling you, okay you, had, now, you, Nick. you barely had a voice. Yeah, No, I'm feeling okay now. Yeah, yeah I, I, was, I was in rough shape last Wednesday when we talked, but I, I, uh, I'm resilient, you know, and um, it's, a, it's a good test of my toughness and um, my ability to withstand uh, 
adverse conditions. Hey, pain is weakness um, leaving the body. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Only the uh, oh, only the I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to think of a, <laughs> <laughs> to think of a, uh, a good cliche there, but I, I like the pain is. Uh, what is it? Would you say pain, pain is, is weakness, weakness leaving the body? Leaving right. The body. That's right. That's right. That's right. How many days did it take you to recover? Like when you go to Mobile, tough times, and we- oh yeah, tough, tough times don't. What I, was, what I was trying to think of was tough times don't last. Tough people do. There we go. Yeah, wow. There you go. The there cliches. you have it. Sorry about that. That was the one I was searching for. No, I like no. it. I had a question, but it didn't matter. <laughs> about the combine? No, I was going to ask you. When you go to the combine and go to Mobile and you, you hang out with these guys until all hours of the night, when you get back from these trips, does it take you like a day or two to recover? Yeah, I mean, it, like I'm not 28 anymore, if that's what you're <laughs> asking. So, like, I, I uh, yeah, you know, the first day, so obviously you feel like crap the day you fly home. But then... But that 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 set, like so I flew home Sunday like Monday you're just sort of off right you know what I mean and then Tuesday I'm fine for the most part but there's still little I would say remnants of of the of the week before so all good now though it's Wednesday Albert looking to the Lamar Jackson story um, I didn't I honestly there was a huge bit of doubt that I I thought that would actually hit Lamar Jackson with the non exclusive franchise tag. Um, I do want to get to the idea, though. The word collusion has been used a lot because of the amount of teams that were either reportedly or directly said we're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. Uh, do you think that is part of what we saw yesterday with teams kind of lining up to say they're not in the Lamar Jackson business? Um, I can't say this strongly enough. No, absolutely not. And look, I, I mean, Dustin, you've known me for a long time. I've never been afraid to call owners out for this sort no of doubt. thing. Um, I just, I think it's silly. I think the, the narrative train left the station and, and when the narrative train leaves the station, sometimes there's no coming back. And, um, you know, look, like I, I just think, you know, in these, these sorts of cases, you have to have a lot of things in place. Um, right. And to, to make an acquisition like that, to make a play for a quarterback where you're going to be giving up two first round picks and a, and, and a, and a massive, contract like a, a franchise changing contract you gotta have a, you, you gotta check a lot of boxes in any case and this one they're even more and this one you know you have to be comfortable with his injury history right you have to be comfortable with the fact that he didn't finish the last two seasons you have to be comfortable with changing your offense to make it work for him right you have to be comfortable with taking on a fully guaranteed contract you have to be comfortable with giving up two first round picks it's just you start to go through all the different boxes that you have to check. And then if you want to go back and look last year at all the teams that did big contracts with quarterbacks, how many are happy right now? I mean, the Packers did it with Aaron Rodgers. The Browns did it with Deshaun Watson. The Broncos did it with Russell Wilson. The Cardinals did it with Kyler Murray. So, like, I think, you know, like to some degree, this is a reaction to some of the things that happened last year. But I also think it's like the amount of things you need in place to make it really work for Deshaun Watson or for, uh, for, 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 for Lamar Jackson. And, you know, this isn't that anybody doesn't think he's, he's a great player. You know what I mean? But, like, you have to do things to accommodate him. And doing a fully guaranteed contract for somebody who, you know, has an unprecedented amount of punishment on his body for a quarterback after five years, that's a lot to ask. You know, so you really have to be all in on him. And so, you know, I think that that's part of it. And then, you know, like, as for all the news happening at once, look, all that is is reporters calling teams when the news comes down, like, hey, would you be interested? Would you be interested? It's not like that all happened instantly. Teams have been looking at the free agent class for six weeks now. 
you know, so they know what their plans are. So when I call a team and ask, like they're able to give me an answer of where they're at, on where they're at, at, at on something. So, you know, I just think that there's a lot of different factors that are, that are in play here. And unfortunately for Lamar, the, all the you know answers that came out yesterday were no. And I can tell you for a fact, it's not an absolute no across the league. And the Ravens are the only team that will be comfortable signing him. But, you know, because, you know, you have to check so many boxes to get there with Lamar, uh, there are a fair amount of teams that are, that, that, that are going to pass on the idea of signing him to an offer sheet. Is it possible that Aaron Rodgers retires? I mean, I've learned Dustin did not rule anything out with that guy. So I don't know if he retires or not. Um, I think he plays, but I mean, could he wake up tomorrow and decide I'm going to go on McAfee and announce my retirement? I wouldn't totally rule it out. Um, so I, I think, you know, if that were to happen, I think what it would tell you is there's not a situation out there that he wants to play in. You know, um, I think this is going to boil down to can he find a situation outside of Green Bay that he's motivated to play in? And I think that's what that trip yesterday was about, was about whether or not that'd be a situation that he'd be motivated to play in. So I think he's playing. It sounds like, I mean, to me, like the leader in the clubhouse right now would be the Jets. The Packers are approaching this much differently than they have the last two years. Um, but it's really, really hard to speak in absolutes when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. No, oh, by the way, like, you know, you want to talk about the price tag on, on Lamar. I don't think the price tag on Aaron Rodgers is going to be what people think it's think think it should be either. Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, breaking on the latest around the NFL here. Um, I did want to. I, I had one more question on the Lamar thing. Yeah. Do we? Do we know? All right. We know who people have said are not in the business of going after Lamar. Do we know? have any idea of what the market actually might be of teams that actually might be interested in giving him what he might be interested in, in to, to leave Baltimore? Yeah. So I think that there are a few teams that are like explore all options teams, right? Like I think the Raiders are one team that would be an explore all options team. So like I could see the Raiders making a phone call next week and saying like, let's sit down with them and see what he, see where he's at. And like, look like Josh McDaniels really liked Lamar coming out. You know what I mean? Like, for the Patriots that year was more about like, do we want to change who we are offensively? But they liked the idea of Lamar Jackson as a player, um, you know, Tennessee, like could they, could they potentially look at something, you know, I, I, you know, if you're looking creatively, they're out of the guaranteed money with Ryan Tannehill and I'm spitballing here, you know, so I don't want to you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a headline out of any of this, but I think there are some teams that'll, that are motivated to look at him and motivated to see if he'd be interested in joining them. Um, I think the biggest question is going to be what's the contract going to look like? And, um, and when you, when you look at the contract, I think you have to sort of look at it on a sliding scale too. It's like, cause you're not just giving up the money. You're also giving up two first round picks to go and get them. Albert, we, uh, we got the report by Matthew Barry that, uh, that Deshaun Watson could be attempting 40 passing attempts per game. That was kind of his buzz that he had heard in, uh, in, in Indianapolis this year, he'd also said that the, the number thrown out there for Nick Chubb was 12 carries per game. I, I, I don't want necessarily you know want you to pit you against Matthew Barry, but in terms of changes for the Browns' offense, does that kind of run concurrent with what you've heard about changes in the Browns' offense? I mean, I don't know about the run-pass breakdown. I, what, I, what I would say is I think that 
they're going to work hard to build an offense for Deshaun Watson this year. And I think that that's going to look a little bit different than what they've done. And I think we've talked about that, right, guys? Like where, you know, you look at, you know, what the Shanahan offense has been and, you know, like the version of it that Kevin Stansky learned from Gary Kubiak. And I just don't know that that was the best fit for Deshaun. And in defense of the, the coaching staff, they knew they were only going to have him for five games this year. And they had, you know, a lot of other players to worry about going into the year. So I think they learned some things about Deshaun seeing him in the offense at the end of the year. And I think that's going to allow them to build the right sort of offense for him this year. And I can tell you, like, Bill O'Brien, what he did with him in Houston, I think completely changed who, what, what he had done offensively to try to make it work for Deshaun. That's going to be the challenge for Kevin, you know, and, and, and for Alex Van Pelt and all those guys. is going to be how do we build the right offense for Deshaun Watson? I think that probably means you're going to see more on the gun. I think that's going to mean you're going to see the run game change a little bit, like where you're going to be threatening defenses a little more with Deshaun as a runner. Don't doesn't mean they're going to run him a ton, but they're at least going to present that threat. Um, I think you're going to see some creative things where the offense is going to look significantly different, a little bit more spread out, a little bit more gun. So he's got an opportunity to see the field a little bit better. Albert, uh, 30 seconds here as we wrap up. Uh, I'm going to give you a hard question. Who's in better position to go to the Super Bowl in 2023, the Saints or the Browns? Browns. Ooh. Browns. Yeah, Browns. I think you're I crazy. Think I, Tell me why. Now we got now we got to step another I think, 20 I think, seconds. I think, I, I think the ceiling. I, mean, there's a, I think the, the ceiling on the Browns is higher. I just, like, look across the roster. and I mean, Dustin, I still think, like, They've got a lot of premier players. They've got some promising young guys. Like they have a good draft class. Like I really, I mean, the the, pro, now the trouble is that they're in the AFC and the Saints are in the NFC. You know what I mean? Like so, I hadn't really, I hadn't really taken, I, I hadn't really accounted for that. But you know, who who do I think is a better team right now? I'd say the Browns. Albert, I would like to thank you not just for your time, but for that victory lap and Dustin Mai's argument the other day on the way out, buddy. Great stuff, man. We appreciate you as always. Awesome, thanks, guys. Have a good thanks, one, Albert. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. I talked to another person recently who made fifty million dollars at the age of thirty. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, money-wise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts.